With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. How much time till we're on? Get you on, Ron. What? We're on the air right now. I'm ready. Good evening, I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. And this is a two-hour version of Sports Day. How dare they make us work two hours on a Thursday night. Can I just say, Woogie, and hello, listeners, for a Thursday... It is Thursday. Yeah, Thursday night. Well, I just said that. Um, I've got to say, we've been very spoiled five minutes before going on air as you absolutely inhale the last of your McDonald's fries. <laughs> so good. So we just had the new McCrispy burger. Gets released. Isn't it out yet? Oh, it's so good. Are you saying it's not out yet? We were the taste test dummies. Well, dummies, we got that bit ticked. Yeah. Mate, very nice, very crispy. Hence the name. It's nice, beautiful. Well done, Maccas. Thank you for uh, feeding us tonight. Welcome to Sports Day. Um, hello to our listeners. <laughs> I can't Woogie, now talk. Woogie had three packets of fries. I did not. <laughs> it's no, I was still working, oh. right, and you're, you're running around the office. I've never seen – you're like an animal. Like you – can't you just put like one or two chips in your mouth at once? No, you, you get actually feed your face with I have your got palm. A I have got a problem with eating too quick. I dropped a piece of pizza last night in the kitchen. You chucked it in the microwave and ate it. <laughs> How good's mushroom pizza? It was good. So good. It was good. Hello to our listeners through the Super Radio Network, SCN 1620 on the Goldie, uh, SCN Track and SCN Fanatic listeners and the SCN App listeners. Make sure you download your SCN app from Google Play or from the App Store. Our listeners through SCNQ in Brisbane and 1170 in Sydney will be joining us tonight from 7 o'clock. We want to get involved, and there's a lot to get involved in tonight. 0457 736 736 is the text number in Australia. Hello, Waz fans in New Zealand. Are you pumped? 8833 is the text number if you're listening in New Zealand. Are you coming over? The Warriors are here. The Warriors are here. A lot of fans have arrived as well. And, yeah, you're right, Sats. Are they coming over? Mm. Are they coming over? Have you got yourself some tickets to the big game? On Saturday night, which you're calling for SEN League, by the way. Saturday. Can't wait. Can't wait. Uh, actually, our SENZ team, uh, Tony Kemp and Sammy, are coming over to call the game as well. Yes, they are. Uh, via Sydney, I believe they're flying. And I kid you not, this is absolute truth. They've got a nine-hour layover in Sydney. How good. And I said... <laughs> That's great. I said, well, they can go and do a show in Sydney for us. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do for nine hours at Sydney Airport? Well, if if you're a Virgin member, you can. I, I could sit in the Virgin Lounge for nine hours, easy. Yeah. I can imagine you eating in there. You know, you've dropped lettuce in the studio. It's sitting right behind me on the floor. <laughs> you're a pig. It's a fair chance you'll inhale that as well. 
That's not nice. Uh, yeah, hello to our listeners over there. And one 1170 if you want to give us a call. We've got plenty to talk about tonight. Uh, we're on TikTok too, by the way, Sports Day SEN, Instagram, SENQ, Twitter, Sports Day, New South Wales. Right, on tonight's show, another one of your good mates. You've you've uh, gone through the Refidex this week, Sats. Got a few of your old teammates, former Bronco, Warrior, uh, Gold Coast is where he was a teammate of yours as a, a 19-year-old. Cowboy, Cowboy. Dragon. Adelaide Ram. That's right. Kevin Campion. Camper yeah. joining us on the show. I forgot about this. Brisbane Lions midfielder Dane Zorko joining us after 7 o'clock tonight. Playing Carlton, grand final qualifier. At Saturday the Gabba. afternoon at the Gabba, yeah. Before the Broncos. Against their, possibly their greatest player of all time and Michael Voss, captain of three premierships. How, how, can, you, how can you, with Vossi coming back mm. as Carlton coach, you can't hate him, can you? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Yeah, you just ad- admire the man. He's got an oval at Brisbane's training facility. That'd be awkward, wouldn't it? Michael Voss Oval, mm. where he's been training the Carlton team. Do you just pull up in the bus and go, <clears throat> it's my ground, bugger off. Yep. You're oh. paying rent to me. <laughs> That's right. I wonder yeah. if he's getting rent. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, our warm-up segment, thanks to Reem, where we'll preview the NRL prelim finals. Actually, on Zorks, he just loves his American sports too. The NFL's obviously kicked off, so he'll... No doubt, talk to us a, a little bit about that. Who's you follow? Do you know? I can't remember. Mm. Um, we'll ask him. A big revelation last night on the show, by the way, was uh, Glenn. Yep. Um, made out like he's killed his two ex-girlfriends. Well, uh, we have had a call from the New South Wales authorities. They wanted to inquire. They wanted to get actually. They asked Daddy Vass whether he could provide evidence evidence of last night, like last night's show. The audio from last night's show. So Glenn, the reality TV king, mm. self-proclaimed, yep. uh, had a couple of minutes. I think they were Glenda and Glennis. Yep. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, we asked him last night, where are they? And he said, oh, they're gone. And just moved on. I got rid of them. Yeah. <laughs> was the words. But he's got a new... A new... Misso. Misso called Samantha. She's 40. Daddy, when he rings tonight, I want... We want to... Can you give him the heads up? We want to ask him... We want him to describe Samantha for us. Is that all right? Good. Daddy sounds really interested in this. It'll be riveting radio, I promise you, Cohen. I'm hearing she looks like Corey Horsburgh. (laughs) With a dress on. Did we get some creepy music for him as well? Weren't we going to get the Norman Bates music from Psycho? Yeah. Can we find some creepy music? Cohen, if you can find it, do you mind getting us some creepy music for his segment? See what happens. What's wrong with you tonight? You all right? We fed you. He's busy. He's busy. Rightio. Um, we also got three double passes to give away tonight to the Panthers versus Storm tomorrow night at a course stadium. Don't miss a finals blockbuster this Friday night when the Panthers take on the Storm at a course stadium. Now, how, how are we going to give them away? Well, last night was a disgrace. Now, <laughs> like Panthers, Panthers fans don't even know their team. <laughs> like, seriously. The history. The history. Like. It took us an hour nearly to get, get – oh, I'm exaggerating. It was I think 20 Benny, minutes. I Benny had four shots. Oh. Yeah. So are we going to – How are we going to give them away? Should we just play a cuter call like they do on Kyle and Jackie O? Like, you know, we go, hey. It's Kyle and Jackie O. <laughs> well, didn't – I heard Cohen play, play a panther earlier on. Oh, this thing. So it's now been you a little do bit it. better than mine. You do it. So it's a little bit like that. But um, 
So I can I can throw up if, if someone rings up, I can throw up a random Panthers question if you like. And what about the storm though? Have we got any storm fans listening who are in Sydney? Stormy Daniel. Who can go tomorrow? Yeah. From Prairie Wood. How we do why don't we just play that sound effect? Okay, yeah, when you play that, it can be a storm fan Can't or a Penrith fan. If you ring up you you ask us what question you want, a Melbourne Storm question or a Penrith Panthers question. Why don't we do this so we go the it's Kyle and Jackie O. Why don't we do that as our cue to call? Yeah, okay. That's fine. I'm happy with that. And they pick Kyle or Jackie O and you give them a question from their box. So you've got a Kyle box what? and a Jackie O box and you pick what? a question from that. What? No, no. I think they choose whether it's a Melbourne Storm question or a Penrith Panthers question. Simple hey, as that. We've got a caller coming in from Penrith already. Should we take it? Yep. Let's do it. Should we do it, Daddy? Yeah, yeah. We, uh, can, uh, we, can, we just, can we just figure something out? Are we going to give listeners a second chance tonight? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Roland from Penrith. Hello, mate. Hey, Roland. Hey, hey guys. How are you going? I'm really well. You're on, you're on the air. Behave yourself. Yeah, I always behave myself on this radio station. Um, just a comment that was made about um, Johnson being the premier halfback. I, I, I didn't take offence to it, but i got to say, I think probably the comment should be the four best halfbacks in the competition, bar none, Ironically, are the four teams in the finals? Yeah, mm. I agree. I mean, I think Cleary's still the premier halfback in the competition. Yep. Roland, I. Yep. Yeah, I don't think you get any arguments there. I mean, Johnson's probably consistently this year been the form halfback of 2023. But if every halfback went on the went on the market, I think Cleary is one everyone would be going after. Would you agree? He's saying oh, that it's gone now. He's mm. saying that DCE has had a better as a, hasn't had a good a year as Hughes. I agree with that. I reckon Jerome Hughes has had an outstanding year. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's, he's back in has been injured a bit. But. DCE has been fantastic at rep level, but at club level. He was good this year at club was level. Was he? Oh, yeah. Better absolutely. than Jerome Hughes? In a well, poor he, side. Yeah. Well, he was He was, He was. was good this year, DCE, at, at club level. He was outstanding, actually. Mm. He was really good. Mm. Well, that's your opinion. <laughs> so how are we giving away these tickets? Are we doing the... So someone rings up. One three hundred zero one. So we ask him to ring now. We're going to do this three times tonight. No, no. Let's play the cuticle. Cuticle. Right. So whenever you hear that, ring mm, up. Yep. Ring up, and then you say Panthers question, Melbourne Storm question. I'll give you a question. Do we get to play Kyle and Jackie O though? Yeah. Well, that's the cuticle. The Panther right. and combined. The, okay. Great. So the storm, the storm part of this cuticle is the Kyle and Jackie O. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, when you hear that, one three hundred oh one eleven seven. Did you get that, Daddy? Yeah. We try and make it easy for you. Are you okay? You seem a bit off today. You no, all right? I'm good. I'm good. How was the McCrispy? Oh, there are some questions in there, by, by the way, boys. Yeah, but that went. That was horrible last night. It's just because the Panthers fans let us down. Yeah, they're going to let us down again tonight. Wash oh, your mouth. Both claim. of you wash your mouth out. Be claim. Honestly. Seriously. No, we'll just do the cue call and you're going to uh, I'm going to give them a Panthers or a Melbourne Storm question. We won't okay. get out of here tonight. I'm all right with working two extra hours. But Stormy Daniel can't call up. For all, all double passes. All right, as well. And did you get my thing about asking Glenn? We want him to describe S- Samantha to us. Yeah, his new Miss Oak. Got yep. that. And, and he thinks Sats thinks <laughs> looks like Corey Horsburgh. Was Glenn texted in because he's normally on? He's, no, he's normally... on the phone already. Okay. All right. All okay. Right. Uh, what are we doing now? Uh, okay, so we'll do that soon. Your chance to win. Um, why the Dragon Sats? And this is interesting, Daddy. Good research from him today. He was going through all the clubs and their awards. I love the awards nights, and yeah. I love finding out each club. Yep. 
Um, why are the Dragons the only club to have their players of the year named not named after a former great? This is a strange one. And I had to, again, I made a couple of calls today to see whether this is, this is right. Because the Raiders got the Mount Meninga medal. Joey Tarpanay won that. The Warriors, the Simon Mannering medal. Yep. Sean Johnson. Yep. The Porter Gallon medal for the Sharkies, Blake Braley. The Cowboys, which is Paul Bowman. Great servant of the Cowboys. That was Scotty Drinkwater. I think we'd all agree with these so far. Jack Gibson medal last night. Lindsay Collins. He was outstanding. Uh, the Titans, Paul Broughton medal is Mo Fodawaker. Mm-hmm. The Ken Thornett medal for the Eels. Clint Gutherson. Okay. All named after greats. Yeah. The Danny Baduris medal, Kalen Ponga. Mm-hmm. George Paponis award was Jacob Preston, rookie year, player of the year. Yep. Great achievement. The Dolphins, the Arthur Beetson medal. Jermaine Osako. Yep. Broke a lot of records. The Sea Eagles is the Roy Bull Award. I didn't expect that. Yeah, great manly player. Great front row from many, many decades gone by. Daly Cherry Evans, that's fair. The Kelly Barnes medal from the Tigers, Dream Buller. Another rookie year and player of the year. Well done. This man, Blake Laurie, the Dapto Canary, who had a great year as a front row. When many thought the game was going to start moving past front rows of his build, but he's had a really good year for the Dragons. And they're... Their award is the Dragons Player of the Year. Are you sure that they do well, not did, have? No, I did check with a couple of former Dragons players who did confirm that it's just, yeah, it's just the Player of the That's Year. That's wrong. The Medal of the Year. So Surely they could find a Steelers player and a Dragons player. Well, I want to ask, I want to ask the fans, 0457 736 736, or if you're a Dragons fan living in New Zealand, double eight double three. What should it be? Because the Dragons won 11 comps in a row. The Steelers came into the comp in 1982 and had, have had some wonderful players. So I'm going to throw one up. Mm. Should they pick it from their greats, former greats? Both clubs came together in 1999, played in the grand final that year. Or should it be the – because the Dragons fans have had some of the greatest signs of all time, the best oh, fan sign. I reckon it should be uh, a, an Illawarra great yep. and a St. George great. So it could be Rowdy Rodwell, <laughs> right, yep. and – Give us a Dragons play. Norm Proven. Okay. Or Gaznir. I'll, I'll, I'll go Proven. What about the Proven Bolt medal? So Michael Bolt was a great Illawarra player. When they first came in the comp in 1982, he was a great servant of the club. Or the Rod Wishart. Yeah, there you go. The Proven Wishart medal. Any good drinkers from Illawarra? Yeah, if they named it after the best schooner drinkers, mm-hmm. I would say... It'd be a joint name from the Steelers. It'd be the Pinchinelli John Cross. So Pinchinelli Cross and a Dragons player. Um, I'm going to say rest in peace, Lance Thompson. There you go. There you go. And, and it'd be a schooner, right, as the, the trophy. Yard glass. <laughs> Yard glass. And you've got to scull it when you're awarded that night. 0457 736 736. Who should the Dragons award be? Named after, and, and let's be honest, all jokes aside, mm. it's pretty poor. One of the proudest clubs in the history of the game. And now many will say, well, hang on a second, Illawarra only came in 1982, but from a Dragons perspective. But 1982 was 41 years ago. Like, that's good maths. How much 40, time do you need? 42, but anyway, uh, 41 it, years, yeah, sorry. Sorry, do you want to correct me? 42 seasons. Um, no, you're right. Uh, but in, in saying that, correct me if I'm right, you are, the Dragons have one of the great greatest fan bases around the country. And, yeah, it's – It's, they're, they it's been, disgusting. There have been other mergers. Of course, you've got the, the Tigers, which is the Noel Kelly and the Keith Barnes medal. Yeah. Yeah. 
But but Sats, every other club names the reward after a great. I mean, even the ones who haven't had theirs yet: Cam Smith, Melbourne Storm. Yep. Paul Morgan, Brisbane Broncos. Paulie Morgan, yeah. Uh, Merv Cartwright, Panthers. Johnny and George, Cartwright's dad, yeah. And George Piggins mm. for Souths. And here's St. George, I want to know, but, Player of the Year award. There must be a reason behind it. So Dragons fans, if there is a reason behind it, and Steelers fans, please, I want to know. I want to know why. But, and who should it be named after? It's appalling. It's absolutely appalling. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Come on, let's help the let's help the dragons out. They're bloody useless. Let's help them out Come tonight. On, you can't be that hard. I can be. Them. I can be. Hey, uh, Paul from Newcastle's on the line. Paul, you want to? You've got a good quiz question for the Panthers supporters. Now, don't be nasty. Now, um, you got me thinking, and I hope I'm not talking about a guy out of the wrong team. But mm-hmm. was Piggy Piggy Riddell? Was he a good drinker? Yeah, for more reports, yeah, one of the one of the good socialites. Alleged. One of the good socialites. <laughs> he did play for the dra- he did play for Real Dragons. And still still to this day one of the great try celebrations. So of the course. Piggy Award. The Piggy Riddell medal. Yeah. There you go. I mean, how many tries did that guy score from dummy half one meter out from the try line? Yeah. 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 And and he sat in the crowd, um, kicked goals, did everything. He was a great player. Paul, I like it. Paul, you, uh, you got a quiz question? Um, I've got, got a question that when those Panthers boys finally ring through mm-hmm. and you want to ask if they're true fan, you've got to say, well, who was the star 70s fullback for the Chocolate Soldiers back in the day? All right, you know who that initials is, that. Initials KD, initials. Uh, Kevin Dan. You know, don't give out the oh, answer you're now. To ask the oh, so I thought you were asking me. No, for the oh. fans, you okay, idiot. Sorry. Jeez, sorry. you got to oh, talk a bit slower. Well, I've got a double. I want a double. <laughs> okay, all right. I'll give you. I'll give you a Kurt Sorensen question. Oh, great player. When you just had him on earlier, didn't you? No, no. we didn't. No, one of the other shows might have. Oh, I thought it was you guys when I was driving home. They interviewed him. Yeah, I'm not sure. Anyway, no. Paul, make it quick. We're going to go to a break. <laughs> oh, anyway, no, it doesn't mean anything if it was. Um, no, it wasn't anyway, us. Anyway, all right, mate. Night. You've given away the answer to me question. Thanks, Paulie. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. Thank you for listening, buddy. There Thank you for calling Quickly, up. before we go to the break, yep. Craig's got a suggestion for the Dragons Awards. Nay, what do you got for us, Craig? The Raper McGregor uh, Player of the Year. I say Johnny Raper, the greatest dragon of all, and Paul McGregor, the greatest stealer of all. But can you name the award after a coach you sacked? Uh, well, that shouldn't come into it. I yeah, say Paul true. McGregor gave the Illawarra Steelers uh, unsa- sensational service. He did. And, you know, the problem, Craig, with the Dragons is is there's so many great Dragons players that are immortals mm. now as well. Mm. So where do you stop? All right, Craig, thanks for your call, mate. See ya. There he goes. Uh, we've got to go to a break when we come back. We'll continue this, plus plenty more NRL news. And coming up uh, real soon, we're going to have one of your former teammates, Kevin Campion, joining us on the show. This is Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. 
This is Sports Day. It's Kyle and Jackie O. That worked well. That worked really well. Right out, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Give us a call right now on Sports Day if you want to score yourself a couple of tickets to go and see the Panthers versus the Storm tomorrow night at a call stadium. What a massive game this is going to be. It's prelim final game number one. Don't miss a finals blockbuster this Friday night when the Panthers take on the Storm at a core stadium. Sats, you're going to ask a really easy question, aren't you? Yes, I will. All right. Hey, um, uh, evening, gentlemen. This is on the text, 0457 736 736. It's Bruce from Blacksmiths here. Phil Jelly was better than Kevin Dan. You're going to have to help us here. Who's Phil Jelly? Uh, Phil Jelly, J-E-L-L-E-Y, I think he was. And... He played for Parramatta, I know that. And I think he had one or two seasons with Penrith back in the sort of like the early mid-70s. Yeah. Kevin Dan, but he's he's really highly respected and regarded around the Penrith club. Yeah. Right, yeah. Okay. Mm. A good one there. While we're waiting for our callers to come through, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy, You score yourself a double pass to go and see the Storm and the Panthers tomorrow night at uh, a core stadium. Let's have a look at this. Um, oh, where am I up to here? I've... I'm just reading some of the text. I've got to stop doing that. NRL update. All thanks to our mate. Might attend trade. Manly set to re-sign Alakutu. Is that Alakuatu, right? Alakuatu, yeah. Alakuatu. Yeah, so uh, he's, he's still under contract till the end of 2025, but he's had a great year. It, it was a great year um, that he had. He's 23, 24 years of age. Um, they, they're looking to – they want to try and extend him till around 2030. That That's amazing. For a guy that's had his – he was very good last year. This year is sensational. Another six years. Yeah. You know, it's it's a little bit like Jason Tamalolo's contract. But I've got to say, Tamalolo was one of the best forwards in the world at that stage. You, you, JTs and you, and those sort of players, you, Nathan Cleary's, those sort of players are getting these sort of contracts. Mm. Uh, this, is, this is interesting from Manly. Um, and I feel as though that, Tony Mestroff, their CEO, who's done a great job since going in there. I've always, I've always been a big believer of trying to keep, unless you're one of the blue chip players of the game that you can offer those those large deals to. It's from a year's point of view, I love that he's going to get security from a financial point of view. I do. I, I yep. want every player to earn as much money, but you also want to keep players hungry. You don't want to get them too comfortable in their surroundings. at that age. Yeah, well, probably not so much that age. It's more that his his immaturity when it comes to playing NRL on a week to week basis, he's still very, very new to the new to playing. Knowing what the NRL, what it takes to not only prepare, but your you know your, your eating habits, your training habits, all those sorts of things, and that make up you as a player. So, to offer a contract of this nature, they must know a lot more than well. They obviously know a lot more than what we do about him behind the scenes and the role that he plays in the club, the community the effect that he has on the playing group, that they would want to tie someone up for that long. So oh, I love it that he's secure financially. Yep. Um, but it's a long time. It's a long time for a forward. Absolutely. What about the Cowboys that picked up the NRL's decision uh, and will issue Val Holmes with an additional $25,000 fine plus a $50,000 suspended yeah. fine. So that's hundred grand for just an act of stupidity. Yeah, like we said, Dally M. For stupidity of 2023, I think he'd be the first to admit that. Uh, 25,000. I've got to take my hat off to the Cowboys here to draw a real line in the sand here and say, 
one of our marquee players has stepped out of line and we're not going to we're not going to sweep this under the carpet. Now fifty thousand dollars all up for for any player, doesn't matter how much money you're on, mm. is a lot of money. Um the fifty thousand suspended Woogie, I think on paper it looks it looks really harsh. A hundred thousand. I think they're pretty confident that a guy like Val Holmes, who's been a clean skin for his whole career. Yeah. For 99.9% of his career, they know they're not going to have to call on that extra 50 because he won't step out of line again. Still 50 grand out of your... Yeah, it's a lot of money. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, uh, explain that one to the missile. That's So when you're earning, let's say, 800 like he would be, let's mm. say for argument's sake, and you're losing just under 50% of that to tax, then you've got to pay your own super. You're only down to 400,000. And yeah, then you're paying yeah, you another go. 50 out of that. Yeah, I know. It's a lot of money. You're now down to 350. Mm-hmm. It's still a, f- a lot of money, but... I, it's a heck of a lot of money. And you're in Townsville. Mm. Oh, so what are you saying? Well, property up there is cheap as. Really? Yes. Wow. It is. Okay. Trust me. Okay. I want to... The thing is with this, I like it because I thought I thought the NRL were pretty soft on that with 25000 I love the fact it's 50. I thought 50 was the right number from the start. Well, the NRL would have been in consultation with the club as well. Yeah. And, and I reckon that's a big enough deterrent to stop people doing this. I think not only the monetary the monetary value they put on it, Jace, but it's the person they put the fine on. That sends a bigger message that yeah. that it's Val. He's our he's our key player at the club, both yeah. he and Jace Tamalolo. And they're not willing to, like I said, sweep this under the carpet and yep. and hit it with a, a lettuce leaf. The only other thing I would say out of your comments yeah. is if our home's paying fifty percent tax, he needs a better accountant. Not I said just under. He's going to need a better accountant. Well, he should be minimising as much. I'm just trying to help the guy out. He's he should just be lost salary, salary sacrificing. Yeah. He's just lost 50 grand. Yeah. If you need help, Val, I know a bloke. <laughs> uh, that's our NRL update, the local business that values having yours. That's why the Trade Trust might attend when we come back. One of your former teammates, or as Michael's put it on the text, on 0457 736 736. Uh, he says, good evening, gents. Surely with the number of teams Kevin Campion has played for, everybody who played in that era is a former teammate. Can I say, he went to the Dragons. They played in the grand final. He went to the Broncos. He won two grand finals. Went to the Cow- uh, Warriors. Played in the grand final. Went to the Cowboys. Yep. They played in the grand final a year later. No, yep, mm. absolutely. Uh, but not at the Gold Coast. Unfortunately, we didn't get a lot of success at the Gold Coast. We'll talk to him about that next. <laughs> Kevin Campion on Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. And from Walters to Langer. A hip ball to Lee. And then it's going out for a try, surely. Oh, don't tell me they bombed it. No. He's got it down. Bill Harrigan has given the try. Yeah, Kevin Campion, I think, is the try scorer, right? Why Bill Harrigan gave that try in the 1998 oh, grand final, I don't know. <laughs> to this day, straight away, no try if there was video about referee. Your in 2003. <laughs> come up with that. Oh, oh, I'm sick of uh, seeing that already. Who did you score we... that day? Yeah. Yeah. How many did Sat score that day in 2003? Uh, zero. Zero. Yeah. Zero. Uh, hey, Kevin Campion, welcome to the show, by the way. Before you two start giving it to each other, this is how Sats has described you. <laughs> To our listeners, you had like porcelain-like skin at the age of twenty-one, Ooh. blonde hair. No, eighteen, no, 18. Oh, 18. Yeah. And, and and if you flicked oh, your skin, please. you'd you'd bleed. Yep. What happened? <laughs> 
Mate, I don't know what happened. The first time I got to speak was when I when I arrived at the Gold Coast Seagulls. It wasn't um, anything to do with Sats hitting me. It was, uh, yeah, mate, I, I don't know what happened. But uh, yeah, I I, um, I used to tape my ears back, and I think that would just put pressure on my on my forehead. And um, any any sort of little knock I got, I just split open. Yeah. So, yeah any, anyway. Oh, now you had a great yeah. career, of course. Whatever club you played at, pretty much they always went to a grand final the year after Campo, and you had time at the Brisbane well, the Broncos. Sea, the Seagulls didn't. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. The Brisbane Broncos, you won two comps there, and of course the New Zealand Warriors in 2002, you played in the grand final. So on Saturday night, Campo, yeah. is it mixed emotions with you when it comes to this game? Or are you always a Brisbane Broncos man? Oh, look, um, you know yourself, Sats. Everyone wanted to play for the Bronx um, when we were growing up. Um, you know, they had the likes of Wally Laws, Gene Miles, Colin Scott, Alan Lange, you know, Steve Renouf. You can name them, name them all. But, um, look, my alliance is with the, the Warriors on the weekend, mate. I just think, you know, I'm a, a real big supporter of the club. And, um, you know, they, they've uh, sort of taken me in over the last couple of years, which is great. They've... They look after all the all their old boys and um, look happy to support the the Wars on the weekend. Yeah, I, I know how much their CEO Cameron George loves having around the club, and of course you play with um, um, you play with a lot of those old boys that, that are always uh, welcome back into that club. Now, '98 and 2000 with the Brisbane Broncos, mm. and then as I said, 2002 Grand Final with the New Zealand Warriors. Now. Going back to 2002, Campo, was it crazy back then when it came to the community knowing you were going to a grand final? Or is this next level what we're seeing at the moment? Yeah, well, it's, yeah, it's not the next level. It's a, it's a level up. I just think, um, you know, back then, you know, you had Eric Watson as the owner. I think he bought 20-odd thousand tickets for that, um, for that uh, prelim final against uh, Cronulla. To get uh, to get the crowds up, so he was just giving them out to anyone, uh, any New Zealander who showed their passport at the gate. He would give them a ticket. So I thought that was next level. But um, I was over there on the weekend uh, for the game, and um, when the boys ran out, um, I, you know, I heard um, who's the big forward who, um, front row for Newcastle uh, Woods. I think he played for um, Cronulla as well. He said. You know, he's, he's played test matches, he's played Origin. He said that's the loudest um, uh, crowd that he's ever heard when a, when a team has run out. So that was big, mate. It was uh, just a phenomenal night. And um, we, we had great, you know, obviously it was a great win. And, yeah, the, we, we celebrated hard, hard in the sheds after. <laughs> I, I can imagine Saturday night at uh, Suncorp Stadium, given the population of Kiwis around southeast Queensland, I reckon there's, there's going to be a fair whack of uh, Warriors supporters, and I can tell you the planes are full coming over from New Zealand. There's going to be a lot at yeah. Suncorp. Uh, it should be loud. Yeah, well, I think it's just a, a case. I think everyone has that much confidence in the side that they would have, you know, pre-booked these tickets. And uh, look, I know people are ringing me at the moment trying to get tickets because it's all sold out. So it's going to be a look. It's going to be a cracking night. Have uh, you got any? I can't look, get I any. Think <laughs> <laughs> I've got a few, mate. I've just, uh, I've just got to um, be careful who I give them to. That's all. <laughs> Knowing him, he's going to hold out to the highest bidder. Yeah, oh, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Now, uh, I'll put on Satra's website. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, sexysats.com. Two, two sides, Campo. <laughs> they, they, um, they lack a lot of uh, continued finals 
experience. So both sides haven't played mm. you know, long periods of finals no. over the years. Will it affect any side in particular, do you think? Do any, and do you expect any of those sides to maybe freeze in the moment? No, you're right, Sats. They both haven't played for a while. You know, they both didn't make the eight last year. Um, and they've both been probably the two most consistent sides this year um, from where they came last year, I mean. But um, I think, you know, with uh, the, the Warriors needed that win on the weekend. You know, they got beaten convincingly by Penrith um, a couple of weeks ago. And I think, and they haven't played a top eight side in the last, you know, 10 weeks uh, leading into that um, final against Penrith. But having that great win on the weekend would have boosted their confidence. Well, I know it boosted their confidence. Um, Shorty Johnson was back. The team played well and, and we put 30 on a great team who hadn't lost in 10 weeks. So I think the Bronx are going to be a bit nervous. Well, I, I, I know they'd be a bit nervous. You know, I, I, th- I thought they were probably predicting Newcastle to win. Um, a lot of people were, but you know, with Shawnee Johnson back, it makes a big difference to our side. Because you've got a fair bit to do with the Warriors now, you'd obviously be able to talk to Andrew Webster, their coach. He's an impressive guy, isn't he, when you're in his company? Mate, he's just one of the nicest blokes you, you meet. He just, his demeanour doesn't change when you speak to him. He's always, you know, he's always up for a chat and um, he puts him out there, out, there, out there to all the ex-players as well, which is great. Um, he's very personable, mate, and you can just tell the players love him. Um, and it's a big ingredient. You know, you've got to respect the coach. And, and um, a lot of, you know, players don't respect um, their coaches. And, you know, that's why they have that, not that, you know, not that much success at their club. So we're lucky, mate. He's been there before. He's brought a lot of these kids through, um, through the grades uh, into first grade. So they, they respect him. And it's great for him to come back. And, look, they've just warmed to him and everyone's warmed to him, mate. Mate, the club's in a really good um, position at the moment. Mm. Isn't it amazing what sort of reaction you can get, fellas, when you've got a coach who invests in the player? Just care about the player. He, he cares yeah. about the player and their families. And that's how you earn the respect, right? Well, Campo, you were like the Wayne. You 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 speak glowingly about Wayne, and that's his greatest attribute. Yeah, look, Wayne was exactly the same. He knew, he knew, you know, he invested in you, he invested in the in your own, as you just said, in your family. He knew your wife, he knew the kids, you know, and it was just a great um, place to be. And it didn't matter, you know, you know, it didn't matter what you did on the field, didn't matter what you did off the field, he just, you know, he was just a, he didn't change at all. So, yeah, he was just um, one of the best coaches I've had. But um, Webby's the same, mate. He's um, just a terrific guy, you know, really nice guy. Now, the other final, so let's just say you're, you're, you're on the, the Warriors side for Friday night. Let's say they go through. Let's talk about the other final, Penrith Panthers versus Melbourne. Now, you spent time with Ivan playing together at the Warriors, and, of course, you made that 2002 yeah. grand final. Did you... Did you ever think, from your experience with him, did you ever think he would one day take up coaching? Um, look, he was a student of the game. Look, he he, he was, you know, he didn't say much of it. He, he just um, he was very, you know, very even calm when we were um, playing and in team meetings he wouldn't say much. But when he did speak, um, people would listen. But he, look, he was a student of the game. There was no doubt about that. He's a smart smart boy. So, but. Um, I'm glad he got into coaching. He probably didn't. Um, I think he was a, a, a value on by trade, so I don't, I'm sure he didn't want to get back into that. So, <laughs> um, but it was yeah. But he had success early, um, and that sort of sparked his um, you know want to get back in you know to go up the levels, and he got that opportunity at the Warriors, and he never looked back. 
Now, before we let you go, Campo, it's great that you've taken time out to, to um, chat about these games over the weekend. But Nathan Wood, now everyone we talked about, talked to, whether it's you, whether it's Brian Fletcher, anyone, any one of our friends of the show, they say Nathan Wood is the greatest prankster and an absolute pest they've ever come across. Now, was it true, yeah, yeah. Was it true that when, when Ivan was playing in New Zealand, Nathan Cleary was five years old, four or five years old at the time. Now, is it true that Nathan would put a five-year-old Nathan Cleary into therapy? What? <laughs> well, he put him into year therapy, that's for sure. Yeah, but Matty Wood's coming around to my place one night with a with a with a balaclava and a scream mask on, and and tried to break in my house. Anyway, he didn't do it, thank God. Um, but he scared the bejesus out of me. Anyway, we thought, oh, how good is this? We'll go over and scare Ivan. So we went over to his place, and Ivan's house used to be on this on the street, and you could see the whole house from the street. So the family was upstairs. There was a lounge living area downstairs, but the family in the in the um, sorry the living room upstairs and the you know the the kids' room and Ivan's room. So Natty Woods has jumped up on the roof. And I'm watching it from the street. I can see the light, everything. They're watching TV in the lounge room. I can see so Natty Woods scales into the into the main bedroom, Ivan and Beck's uh, bedroom, lays down beside the bed, turns the radio on, and Ivan comes in. God, what the hell's going on here? Turns it off, forks out, and <laughs> I can see Natty Natty Woods. He rolls over and rolls, rolls over the bed, turns the um, um, radio on again, and then I can see so Ivan's asked little Nathan to go into the room and turn it off and I'm going no I'm seeing it he got like I can see it from the lounge Nathan's got up I'm going no 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 and that he would as Nathan's come in the room he's pulled this screen mask out on you know with the with the balaclava on and you can just see Nathan screaming in terror I've just never heard anything like I could hear it from the road I'm 50 meters away I'm going oh my god put him into therapy for a year couldn't sleep. Slept in the mum and dad's room. That's oh, horrible. Hilarious. Mate, if he saw Natty Wood now on the street, he'd go into the fetal position, the poor kid. Well, there's, yeah. a, well, there's a tip for the storm. Wear yeah. those masks. Yeah, well, storm run out with scream masks, masks on. on Friday night yeah. and go boo. Well, I think, well most of half, half looks like a scream mask. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Hey, listen, Campo, we appreciate your time uh, tonight. On Sports Day, you're behind the Waz, and you think they'll be playing the Panthers. Who? who what's the grand final look like? Oh, um, mate, I think yeah, I think the the Penny Panthers. Um, they're the team to beat. They have been all year. You know, minor premiers. I think you know, I'm very proud of Ivan and, and the job he's done there. But mate, uh, they'll be playing the Waz. Yeah, they'll wow. be playing the Waz in the final. Um, yeah, they'll Brisbane. Um, um, I hope they don't. They're not too cocky on the on the weekend because they. They're in for a battle, that's for sure. Big call from Kevin Campion. Thanks for your time on Sports Day, mate. Good on you, boys. Thanks, Butch. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Get to... um. Your texts in just a moment for Cobram Estates, premium Australian extra virgin olive oil. Before we do that, and Glenn's waiting on the line as well, it's official Ivan Cleary has got a gig with the Blues assisting Freddie Sats. That's come out late to Savo. Yeah, it's obviously something that, that Freddie looked at in game three and we saw Ivan in the in the coach's box on game day uh, during that game. So uh, it's obviously something after, after a, a win, 
try and keep the same model. Probably pitch this to the New South Wales Rugby mm. League. Have agreed that that Ivan can come in, and, and it's only going to be on game day apparently. So Freddie has always had a great relationship. He played with Ivan at the Roosters. Always had a very good relationship with Ivan, and still to this day, of course. And he finds Ivan's calmness and composure in chaotic times yeah. re- probably refreshing to him. So during the game, during game day, during the game itself, just when he's not quite sure, does he does he call on the advice of Ivan? Uh, what's the rule on NRL head coaches being involved in state of origin Can't coaching? Can't be a head coach. Right, that's all it is. Yeah. So he can be an assistant yep. or whatever. Yep. Right here. Thank you for clearing that up. Uh, Glenn, your friend, is on the line now. Glenn, Hello. Hello, Justin. Hello, Sats. How are we, I'm, boys? I'm great, buddy. How are you? <laughs> yeah, very well, mate, because Samantha is absolutely stunning. And as I said to Daddy Vass, as soon as this call's finished, and I'll tell you when it's over, I'll send a photo in just to prove it. But also both Glenda and Glennis are alive and well. Oh. Just not with Glenn anymore. Okay. Well, um, I'm glad oh, to hear Hang that. on. Wait, wait. I've got quite, You don't control this. So did you kick them out? Yeah, when I met Samantha, mate. Oh. Birthday girl yesterday. <laughs> so, how old is Samantha? How old is Samantha? After turned 40 yesterday, mate. So okay. Blonde brunette. Is it true age. she looks like Corey Horsburgh? Did you is say blonde true? or blonde? <laughs> well, she's blonde. Mate, I said I think I was white. Now, no, 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 I'm not finished yet. Otherwise, I will cut you off. Right. I want to know why right. the relationship with Glenda and Glennis finished go because i met samantha uh, but you can't do that you can't do that you can't be I did. in a serious relationship Mate, with I two other people in your head if, i can't help it if samantha and i just clicked i can't help that yeah. well you just, can you um, shouldn't have been looking for it right this is not going well is <laughs> anyway congratulations mark with a c on becoming the <sighs> that went nowhere did it Massive problems. I love him to death, but I love him. Still He's there. an icon. How good, how good was Sandra Sully on the Masked I can't believe Sandra Sully went on the Masked Singer. My favourite TV, my favourite TV news host, I've got to say. If Sam is real, run. <laughs> blink, run fast. Can you blink three times if you need the Sports Day crew? To come and save you. Yeah, in our ninja costumes. Why does Silence the Lambs come to mind right now? I don't know. <laughs> we'll, we'll be back soon. I've got to go and wash myself clean. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. Yes, welcome to the second big hour of Sports Day. Hello to our listeners through SEN 1170. In Sydney, joining us, and also SCNQ 693am in Brisbane. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews here uh, tonight. Because we do two hours on a Thursday night tonight. Mm-hmm. It just, it's it's hard. Because you know, I've had that McCrispy. Mm. I've had my chips. 
Yep. I've had my drink. I'm mm. ready for a lie down now. I had a chocolate shake with mine. I've got to say, uh. it is my favourite thing. The Cobram Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil. I agree with you on that. Uh, grown, harvested and first cold pressed in northern Victoria. Just a couple of text messages before we get to our uh, special guest and good timing for our Brisbane listeners as well. Dane Zorko will be joining us in a moment. Um, some reaction to Glenn uh, being on the show before Sats. Michael says, boys, I want a copy of Glenn's book even more now. Now, this surprises me. Is Glenn doing a book? Well, apparently he's doing a book. And the book will have a lot more juicier facts about it. Now, with the, the, the revelations. Breakup, yeah, the breakup and the revelations of what happened to Glennis and Glenda. So for those uh, Sydney and Brisbane listeners who have just joined us, our mm-hmm. regular Glenn, the reality king, whatever he is, from Newcastle, uh, has made the allegation that he's kicked Glenda and Glennis out. They're alive, he's told us, which is great, because he yep. said he got rid of them. Mm. Uh, so they're out. And we asked him why tonight, because he asked, because I met Samantha. Yeah. Now, Samantha, it's alleged that Samantha's 40 and looks like Corey Horsburgh in a dress. Yeah. Now, that's alleged. Pasty skin. Now, Rooster Muzz says, does Glenn's Samantha come with a punctuary packet? <laughs> Well, she might in a car because I don't have a spare tyre either in my yeah. car. You just get a puncher kit now. Yeah. I tell you what, the man who has missed out on that conversation with Glenn, and I, I feel like we've robbed him, is Dane Zorko, former skipper with the Brisbane Lions, getting ready for a big prelim Saturday at the Gabba. G'day, Zorks. Good evening, gents. How are you, mate? You good? <laughs> yeah, you going well. We're just listening in there to a... A few of the uh, texters' uh, messages coming through. Sounds like you're in for a good night. Oh, mate, the Whack Packers. <laughs> we call them the Whack Packers, and they are well and truly alive tonight, mate. Mm. They're up and they're up and about. Geez, you must be up and about. You boys have got a big game coming up Saturday afternoon, Twilight the Gabba. Thanks for stealing the front of the Broncos versus Warriors game as well. Uh, but it is the Brisbane Lions <laughs> up against Carlton. This is going to be a ripper. Yeah, absolutely. What a what a just a great um, afternoon night of sport in Brisbane. I mean, um, fantastic that both supporter groups have the opportunity to to get to preliminary finals and home preliminary finals at that. So, um, yeah, awesome effort by both the teams to put themselves in a position and, and work extremely hard during the regular season to to get this opportunity. But uh, yeah, for us, I mean, um, uh, Carlton are coming up here and um, in some of the best form in the competition. So. We need to be at our absolute best on Saturday afternoon, and uh, I'm sure we, we, I'm sure we can be. And um, you know, we're, we're really looking forward to the challenge. We're talking to uh, Dane Zorko from the Brisbane Lions for Red Energy for 100% Australian electricity and gas. Zorks, we'll t- Sats and I were talking about it off the air, and I, I love the fact that the AFL has that buy before the final series starts. Um, I don't know where yeah. you're at with this yet, Sats, but. It's. I reckon it gives that bottom four team a chance just to, you know, have that little break uh, before they start, you know, taking on, you know, the top four and whatnot. Uh, I reckon it works because we've got two teams that finish in the top four, go out in straight sets. And this weekend, Carlton, who finished in the lower part of the top eight and, and GWS, have got a fair dink and red-hot crack against uh, your mob and also Collingwood this weekend. And... And in fact, some pundits are, are suggesting GWS will beat Collingwood. How does it feel only playing two games in one month when you finish in the top four and win that first game? Oh, yeah, look, I, last year we, we uh, 
obviously have gone are doing the same route as what Carlton and GWS are doing, and it is great to get that continuity uh, of playing every single week. But you got to understand, I mean, there are elimination finals every single week. I guess um, in 2019 we made finals for the first time in a number of years, and we actually had the week off. Then we played. Then we had the week off, and it was it really was difficult for a team that had just made finals for the ter- first time to stop and prop and have so much time when you just want to keep playing. I think with where our playing group is now at the moment, um, a lot more older bodies, more mature, understand the experiences and what it takes to win these finals. I think the break's actually been okay for us. I do like the bite at the end of the home and away season. I mean, teams work bloody hard for 24 rounds to try and finish up as, top, uh, up as high as they possibly can on the ladder. Um, and I, I genuinely do like that, um, that buy. Um, I hope it'll stay. It might be something the NRL, you know, might use down the track as well. Certainly gives players the opportunity to freshen up um, and, you know, really kick off a a season of finals. So um, that's where it stands to me. I think each team's going to be different. A team like Carlton and GWS who have come into this final series absolutely hot. Form's been unbelievable. They'll want to keep rolling. Um, whereas other teams might, you know, just be looking for that break and, and understand what that break can do for their bodies and, and whatnot. So um, there's arguments for both. We've been, uh, we've had both those opportunities in the last four years, and um, I think as you, as you get older, you, you probably prefer the time off to reset, get fresh, and, and get ready to explode. Zorks, if you had a choice, and you love your NFL and your American sport, like the NFL, they get their two Super Bowl teams, and then they have a week off. So it's two weeks till Super Bowl. If you had a mm. choice. Week off after the regular season or week off to prepare, get two weeks preparation for a GF? Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. It, it's, a, it's a good argument. Um, I think with where concussion protocols are in and everything at the moment, and if you had an injury that you, you know, for whatever reason you won the preliminary final and you had a concussion or you had an injury and you, it was only a week injury, that buy would be absolutely perfect to get yourself right and give yourself an opportunity to play in the grand final. Um, but, I mean, it, it, it really is quite taxing on the body playing 24, 23 rounds, you know, flat out, trying, you know, every week to, to obviously win and finish up as high as you can on the ladder. So I can certainly see the argument in both. I'm happy with where it sits with having the week off at the end of the season. I think it's a good reset for every team. And then you just kick on into September. Now, Michael Voss, of course, an absolute legend and will always be one of the greatest players that uh, the Lions have ever, who's ever captained the Lions mm-hmm. and played for the Lions. But as coach of the Carlton Blues, what have you made of the way, what have you made the way that he's prepared this Carlton team for finals? Because to be honest, I look at them, how, just how gritty they are, how they stay in the game. They, they're a true reflection mm-hmm. of, their, of their coach as a player. Yeah, yeah, you're spot on. That's exactly right, Sats. I, I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, the, the way that list has been prepared, I mean, they're all like Michael Voss players. I mean, they're, they're so tough. They're contested beasts, and that's exactly what Bossy does. They don't give up either. They keep fighting and fighting, and um, we saw that the other night against Melbourne. I mean, they look well and truly done with four minutes to go, and somehow they've conjured up you know, one of the great comeback wins of that football club. So that's exactly how Vossi played, and um, that's the that, that's the footprint and legacy that he's leaving on that team, um, and it's a, it's a bloody tough team at that, no doubt about mm. it. Um, he had a pretty big impact on your career too, didn't he, uh, Zorks? Yeah, he did. I mean, he. Uh, my story, I you know, I didn't get drafted till I was twenty one, twenty two, um, and Vossi, you know, gave me that opportunity 
when I thought, you know, my AFL pathway was, was well and truly done with. So, um, yeah, I'm forever indebted to him for giving me the opportunity to come to Brisbane and, you know, try my hand at AFL and, and give it a red-hot crack. And, um, you know, he gave me my first game of, of league footy, which, as I said, I'm forever grateful for. So, yeah, I, you know, we still... We don't talk all the time, but especially when we play, the two teams play each other or, you know, we, we see each other, we, we certainly have a chat. Uh, you know, he's, he's a fantastic guy. And as I said, I, I owe him a lot. How do the Lions stop Patrick Cripps on the weekend? He's in sensational form. Yeah, he is. Um, along with the rest of their midfield. I mean, Sam Walsh on last Friday night, that's one of the best finals games I've seen. I mean, he was just absolutely everywhere. Kicked two goals, had 30-odd disposals. I mean, he was just an absolute weapon. But the work that Paddy Cripps obviously does in and around that contest and really sets it up for them is, is super important. And, um, you know, once he gets his momentum going a certain way, I mean, he's, he's just like a, he's a big freight train. He's that hard to stop and tackle. So, um, you know, he's been a massive um, influence as to how they've, turn their season around um, up after I think it was around 11 or 12 you know he's he really took his game to a next level as expected I mean he's a Brownlow medalist and um, he's one of our greats of our game so um, you know it's a, a difficult challenge for us as a whole midfield group on, on Saturday afternoon but um, as I said it's going to take a whole collective performance to get the job done I always look at different AFL players and, and figure out what position they play in rugby league Zorks would definitely be a dummy half a yeah. hooker He's tiny. Low to the ground, powerful, uh, quick, good engine. Most importantly, good kicking game out of dummy half. Oh, yes. 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 Yep. yes. Mm. Speaking of footy, yep. you've been... I see myself there as well, Stat. I've, uh, speaking of footy, I see you've been hanging around the Broncos a bit. What's the relationship like between the Broncos <laughs> boys and the Lions boys? Or was that just a PR stunt? <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't a PR stunt. Um but, uh, yeah, well, Charlie Cameron obviously has... I mean, he's, just, he's always loved his league, like most of us do, really. And um, he had his 200th game, and a few of the boys came into the change rooms, you know, after the game, after that um, qualifying final win against Port Adelaide the other night. But, um, yeah, Charlie and one of our, our head physios actually was the head physio at the Broncos there as well. So, I mean, there's connections there. And, um, you know, I think it's just important that all sports stars support each other, uh, the fact that it was two Brisbane teams. We had the Dolphins in there as well, um, downstairs with uh, Felice and, and um, uh, Gilbert and uh, Solomon was in there as well. So we we, we had a co- <laughs> we had a combination of the two teams down there. They certainly kept well apart, um, but uh, yeah, it was uh, it's, it's good to see other sports. It actually is um, teams and players supporting other sports. Sports, I think it's great. Yeah, it's good. Hey, let's turn our attention very quickly to what? Can so I just ask a real quick one? Now, it's something we haven't really seen a lot in the AFL through the history of the game is that the coaches generally always sit up in the coaches' box, but we've been seeing it more and more, Zorks, and you would have seen the, the transition also. Mm-hmm. Chris Fagan likes to spend a lot of time on the sideline. Uh, Tom Goodwin from the... Vossi. From, yep. Yeah, like they spend a lot of time on the sideline now as coaches. How is that handled now with the playing group because it, it's not been part of the AFL landscape in the past no it hasn't um, and we we as a playing group decided that we thought it would be a good idea that Fags came and sat down on the bench with us especially when we were that young group and we needed messages laid across and he was a really you know he's an unbelievable communicator so we thought it was actually really beneficial for us as a group um, in those early stages of his um, coaching tenure to you know, be there to coach us through situations and encouragement and everything like that. So 
that's why we went with that. Um, as our group has developed, matured, and we've got older players in, he's been able now to transition back up into the box and do his coaching from, from up in the box. So um, I guess every every team has different different reasons as to why their coach is there. But I think the main thing is, you know, they're there to communicate. They're, they're a head coach because they are good communicators. They see the game really well and they can try and fix things on the spot without, you know, doing it over the phone. I mean, you, you could you could ask me a hundred times how many phone calls I've taken and how many messages I actually remember. But if someone's looking me in the eyes and telling me, I, I, I would normally remember it. So uh, I think it's a good ploy that, that teams do. Um, is it for every team? Probably not. Is it for every coach? Probably not. But um, certainly for where we were at, at our development stage, it was really important that FaZe got down there and, and helped us out in that area. Yeah, you wouldn't want... Let's imagine Craig Bellamy being an AFL coach. Mm. You wouldn't want him on the sideline. No. He'd just <laughs> tear you a new one. No. Every, exactly. every time it came off. Hey, listen, uh, GWS Collingwood, Zorks, uh, I tell you what, everyone is yeah. really positive about GWS. I hope and I pray to baby Jesus that we are going to have a GWS Brisbane Lions grand final in Melbourne next week because we know the AFL. Let's, let's not be conspiracy theorists here, but we know the AFL would prefer Carlton Collingwood, right? That's the dream. That's the wet dream for the AFL. But look, GWS, everyone's given them a red-hot chance against the Pies. Yeah, well, I mean, oh, they are in some unbelievable form. There's no doubt about it. But, I mean, Collingwood's they were the number one team in the home and away season by an absolute mile. So It's I what mean, I don't I like get, Zorks. around GWS. And, yeah, well, I think we haven't seen them play for a couple of weeks. So, naturally, we talk about the games that we've seen over the weekend and we understand that the Giants had an unbelievable win against Port Adelaide and really were dominant. And same with Carlton. I mean, they had an unbelievable win against Melbourne. So, it's only natural to talk about what we've seen that's right in front of us at that time. Um, I, I know Collingwood and the way they train and the way they play, I mean, it's it, it's going to be really challenging for GWS Giants. The Giants are absolutely a chance to win. Um, but, you know... I mean, Collingwood have been the class team all year. They've they've constantly every challenge they've been faced with, they've met. And and um, you know, this contest tomorrow night is going to be an absolute cracker. Um, but yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. But I, I think it comes back down to we've seen GWS all week. We've we've watched their highlights and what they're able to do against Port Adelaide, and that just that just generates um, movement and enthusiasm for them, which which is totally fine. Who do you want to play if you get through? Oh, we get through, I'd be absolutely stoked. Uh, it doesn't really bother who, who. I mean, you know, what an opportunity to play in a grand final. Line them up, Zorks. Who cares? Uh, Line them all up. Yes. <laughs> well, that's it. If you want to win the Premiership Cup, you've got to beat one of them. So it doesn't yep. really matter who. We, we just want to uh, you oh, know, give Zorks. ourselves the best chance on, on Saturday night to get that job done. And yep. We'll go from there, AJ. It's the political answer. What he re- yeah, stop what, with the rubbish. What give me the really real wants, answer. What he really wants to say is... <laughs> yeah. We're going to go through, we're going to win, and I'm yeah. going to win the North Smith. That's right. That's and I'm it. going to take everyone out on the way. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable, Zorks. You should be a politician, I'll tell you what. Hey, listen, oh. mate, your Patriots are rubbish in the NFL. Go the Get on board yeah. the Cowboys train, mate. They are. I'll tell you what, that is a train that's moving at the moment. There's no doubt about that. But it is only round two. Let's not true. get carried away. Yeah, it's true. Uh, my boys look okay. They look okay without well, not really. being spectacular. Uh, they pushed, well, they pushed the Eagles the week before. They were the Super Bowl runner-ups last year. So, you know, they're pretty disappointing, I thought, um, on the on the weekend against the Dolphins. But, you know, those two teams are going to be fighting it out. 
Dolphins and the Eagles, so I'm not too worried. I think they'll win enough games to maybe sneak into the playoffs somewhere, maybe a wild card. There you go. How are the Packers going, Sats? I haven't, without any Aaron Rodgers. One and oh. One and oh. Did one you have a buy? No, well, one, one win. One and one. Oh, one, one and one. one. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> Did they not turn up to a game? Yeah, they will, yeah like they that. may as well not have. Oh, good. All right, mate. L- <laughs> listen, good luck to you on Saturday night against. Uh, Against the Blues, and again, once again, thank you for cutting the AFL cutting off the start uh, of the Broncos versus Warriors game. It's going to be a massive day of of sport in Brisbane. I don't think there's been a bigger day of sport, a single day of sport. Good luck to you, Zorks, and hopefully uh, you'll be at the MCG next weekend, mate. Uh, good stuff, lads. Talk to you. See you, mate. And don't be so politically correct next time. Mm. He's gone. You cut him off before he could answer. Smart. I just gotta have to talk to him about that. <laughs> he, he, I, I love. It. He's so aggressive when he gets out on the field, isn't he? He's he's meek and mild off the field. Mm. He's a scrawny little thing. He he is like Michael Voss. He plays yeah. like Michael Voss. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, good luck to the Lions, and also good luck to Carlton as well. Uh, the Lions did beat Carlton by twenty six points in round eight this year at Marvel Stadium. So and undefeated at the Gabba this year as well. Yeah, it's a pretty tough place to win it. Yeah. Of course, they've had their tr- tr- uh, their troubles at the MCG, mm. the Lions over the years, but they also played in four grand finals once upon a time, 20 years ago. Yep. Yeah. Yep, they certainly did. Yep. Trust Red Energy's Aussie team to look after you. Call them today for 100% Australian electricity and gas. What is this? <laughs> Jeez, you've improved. Yeah. Uh, actually... We've got a text here with um, Muzz says, Worm, your panther sounds like it's related to Kenny Callender. <laughs> well, I, that's good. Yeah. All right. Listen, if you want a, uh, a double pass to go and see the Panthers versus the Storm tomorrow night at a core stadium, get on the phone now. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. We've got three doubles to give away. No questions, no nothing. First three callers through will score themselves a double. They can have a question if they want, but they're still going to win. Oh, I don't want one. Okay. okay. Hey, we also spoke about the Dragons, St. George Illawarra Dragons, don't have a name for their player of the year mm. like every other club. So we've got a couple of really good nominations here. So St. Boyd says Broncos Penrith Grand Final. Can't wait for the games. The Proven Langlands Player of the Year Award is a good one. And yeah, I also, like that. Yeah. I like this one also from Sporty Gab. They should name the Allura Dragons Best Player Award in honour of Jeff Selby and Lance Thompson. So both of those are passed away. Medical yeah. reasons for Lance Thompson, great Dragons player. Jeff Selby played for Illawarra and the Dragons before his life was cut short in the late 80s in a car accident. Very good Tremendous play he was, Jeff Selby. So was Lance Thompson. He was a yep. champion, he was. I, I still can't believe St. George don't have a name for their player. There's got to the be a ball. reason for it. There has to be a reason for it. Maybe the board can't decide. Maybe there's too many legends. They don't want to offend. Ah, uh, they won't. Mm. Rotate them. Have it for five years, then change it maybe. I, I, I don't, don't mind that idea. You know, because there are legends that come through mm. in different eras. So anyway, uh, if you've got a suggestion, 0457 736 736. We'll go to a break. We'll get to our winners in a moment of those doubles to go and see the Panthers and the Storm. Plus, we'll preview the preliminary finals next for Ream here on Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back 
for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. It is Sports Day. Thanks to our great mates at Kia and World Gym, our proud partner, Scotty Sattler and Jason Matthews. here. It's, it's not feeling right tonight, is it? Why? I, I think, I think, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Mm. I don't know what it is. But we've got tickets to give away. <laughs> where's, the other, where's the other call to action? Oh. It's Kyle and Jackie O. Yeah. Guys, behave yourselves. I want everyone on their best behaviour. We have a female listener on the line. We don't get many uh, at all to Sports Day. Lisa from Penrith, welcome to the show. Thank you. Hey, Lisa, is Donahue's Irish pub, is that still operational at Emu Plains? It, it is. What about, still going strong. What about Uncle Bucks? Uh, yeah, and Mount Druitt. Uncle Bucks, yes. Oh, wow. That's What's Uncle Bucks? Well. What is that, Lisa? Like a bar. Oh, is it? Mm. It's, a, it's a pub. Yeah. yeah. It's just a pub. Yeah. What about the yeah. Rooty Hill RSL? Is that still going? Yeah, Rudy Hill RSL, yeah, it's the biggest club in the West, yeah. Good. Well, it's changed its name, though, hasn't it's it? It's huge. Oh, um, is it West Q or? I don't, I'm not sure. HQ or something? Mm. West H- HQ, I think, something like that, yeah, but it's huge. Lisa, you're a massive Panthers yeah. fan, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing? Yeah, yeah, I love the Panthers, good but stuff. I love to see Melbourne, too. Oh really? I like all the players down there. It'll be good to yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It'll be good to see all of them actually. Yeah, good. Who's your awesome. favourite player? Stop it! I'll get embarrassed. <laughs> Clint, Clint Gutherson. Oh, <laughs> oh what? King Gutherson. Living in Penrith and saying <laughs> yeah, Parramatta is her favourite fan. And... You'll be run out yeah. of town. <laughs> you should be kicked. Out, you should be kicked yeah. out of the, yeah, uh, the postcode. Mm. All right, congratulations. I know, but I both like I like both of them. Good, good on stuff. you. Sound like a real rugby league fan. Good to hear. You've so got stay your, in the line. You've got a double pass to go and see the uh, Panthers storm tomorrow at a core stadium. Prelim number one. Well done, Lisa. Have fun. And what, you, Lisa, uh, did you... Thank you so much, guys. Did you discover us by mistake? Were you after another radio show <laughs> and you got us? What happened? No, no. I listen to you all the time um, in the car. I have it on in the morning, so I listen to all the talk back and then I listen to... Um, the sports of an afternoon as Good well. Stuff. So, no, I've always got your station on. I love but, hearing about all the, the latest news with all the footy and everything. It's great. Who's your favourite presenter on the radio station? Go ahead. <laughs> don't put on the spot. You Come can't on. put on the spot. Don't uh, say, say Vossi. That's obvious. No, you, uh, no, no, no. Definitely. I listen to um, – I usually watch the – um, Channel Nine instead of Fox sometimes because of that. All right, reason, okay. yeah. this is not going well. This is not. Well, going. You, you're yeah, the one. Well, it'd be Brandy, right? Yeah. It'd be Brandy. Brandy's everyone's favorite. Yeah, exactly. that's yeah. yeah, yeah there Brandy, you go. love Brandy. Yeah. Yep. Sorry about that, Vossi. All right, all right. Well, let you go, Lisa. Congratulations. <laughs> okay. Thank you. God, that didn't go well. Steve from Dubbo said, "Give Lisa all the double passes." <laughs> hey, listen, we should do a segment with her each week. We should. We've got to. What? What's? What's happening in the Wild West? Yeah. The Wild Wild West with Lease. That doesn't work. Okay. Uh, do we need another L in there or another W? I'm not sure. Wacky West Let's... With, with Wicked Lisa. Oh, I don't know. Now, Glenn always uses Wacky West Wednesday, oh, does he? remember? Yeah, right. Yeah. So let, let's put it, let's do Think Tank on it. <laughs> okay.
that's yeah. Okay, Andrew, uh, who lives right next door to a core stadium. No, do you? I'm I'm there at the moment. Oh right, okay, nice, good. What are you, are you waiting for tomorrow, or what, <laughs> what are you what are you doing? Yeah, getting in early, waiting for tickets. No, not really. Um, I'm on a run. Scotty knows what that's all about when you have to try and stay fit. <laughs> no, no oh. offence. <laughs> You know, we'll do so well. Andrew, well done. Hey, who do you uh, – so you're a Panthers fan, Andrew. Yeah, it's uh, – Yeah, that's correct, yep. And um, you've got a double pass at the game tomorrow night. What's your What's your thoughts? Give us your, <laughs> give us your thoughts on the game tomorrow night. Obviously, you think the Panthers are going to win, but do you think it's going to be a close game? Yeah, I, I think it will be a close game. Uh, Melbourne always play pretty well when it's an elimination game, so mm. – It'll be good, but I think the Panthers will be too strong. They've been pretty consistent all year and over a number of years. And, uh, yeah, with the halves combination and the spine intact, hopefully we can uh, perform well and execute the coach's game plan. All right, mate. Enjoy your run. It sounded like Andrew was part of the coaching team then with his executing the game plan. Is this Andrew Webster by any chance? (laughs) Good stuff, Andrew. See you, Andrew. Congratulations. Enjoy the game. Thanks, guys. Enjoy your run. Right. If you're you. running at a core stadium right now, you're running from someone who's trying to mug you. Is that what you? It's that, a good run around there, actually. Is it all the stadiums? Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, yeah. I've never done it. Well, in fact, in fact that I've, surprised me. I've never run. You uh, haven't shocked me. Yeah. I did run once when they called last drinks. <laughs> I wanted to get to the bar in a hurry. Brendan from Cronulla. Hello, mates. How are you? I'm going great. How are you guys going? Now, Brendan, uh, just as I asked Lisa about Penrith watering holes, um, is Northies obviously still around at Cronulla? What about Coyotes? No, I think Coyotes might have died a sad death yeah, a few okay. years back. But, uh, yeah. Where was that, Sats? Coyotes was sort of, it was along the Kingsway in between Cronulla and Miranda. Yeah, I think it was Carring Bar. Is, yeah. is um, Hog's Breath still the fine dining option? In Cronulla, is that still there? One of, one of many, one yeah. of many. Yeah, nice. Mm. Now, mate, your son is a Storm fan. Yeah, I'll just grab him. Oh, nice. Oh, take him on improv. Yeah. Yep. Uh, g'day, Jude. This is Jude, my son. Hello, Jude. Hey, Jude. Say hi, mate. Hi. How old are you, Jude? Um, ten. Okay, so you're a Melbourne Storm fan. How did you come to to love the Melbourne Storm? Um. Four years now. Yeah, and what made you love the Storm? Was there a player? Or was their jersey? Was it their mascot? Uh, I did like the colour and like the players like the logo. I like I liked a lot of stuff. Good Who, stuff. Who's your favourite player, mate? Um, probably Justin Olam or Monster. Well, well months, yeah. Well, Justin Lom's back in, so you must be pretty pleased with that. So no. you're going to get to go to the game tomorrow night. How cool is that? Yeah. Hey, who's Dad go for? Does he go for the Sharkies? Who's Dad go for? Um, Bulldogs. Bulldogs. Um, you live in the Shire, that. go for the Bulldogs, and your son goes to the Storm. Yeah, well. like it. All right, well Good done. stuff, Jude. Um, Dad, I'm assuming you're taking Jude to the footy tomorrow night at a course starting. You've won yourself a couple of tickets, mate. Enjoy that, Jude. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks, guys. No worries, Brendan. Have a good night. Well there done, Brendan. Some good winners there. Yeah. I, I feel really bad for Vossi now. Out of all of that, <laughs> that, 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 that didn't go how I thought it would. Well, 
when you asked the question, I knew it was exactly going to go that way because someone was going to be offended either way. Okay, a couple of texts. Steve, see if Lisa wants to do the last laugh every night. The segment is in desperate need of something. Well, you're wrong. Anything. I've thrown up some great gear this week. We had, a, we had a bug fly into your mouth yeah, so you wouldn't tell the joke. Yep. Rooster Mum says on my No. <laughs> Don't read don't entertain him. He, he's like, oh. Now, Glenn in Shell Harbour comes up with a really good nomination for a Dragons Player of the Year award as well. He's got the Walsh, as in Chris Walsh, great front rower yes. for the Illawarra Steelers. Young, as in Craig Young, yep. Sundin Young, both won premierships with the, the club as well. The, the Walsh Young Award. I like it, Glenn. Yeah, good stuff. Keep your texts coming through 0457 736 736 in New Zealand. Double eight double three is the text number. When we come back, we will get to our warm-up segment, thanks to Reem. Plus, we've got um, we've got some tips for you. That we'll give you the SCN leg up next as well. And the Rudy Hill RSL, Bruce says, is West HQ. There you go. I knew it had changed names. Uh, we'll get to that in just a moment. This is Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. Back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to it. Scotty Sattler, Jace Matthews here. Thursday night, time for our tip of the day, the Leg Up, Australia's fastest-growing tipping service. The Leg Up's own Blake Johnston has his best play for tomorrow. Here's Blake. G'day, fellas. We're heading to Scone tomorrow for a value play. The third race, number nine, Hearn Hill. This bloke is absolutely flying. He struck a heavy track, two back. It didn't suit him, but he still ran well without the best of luck. And then last start over this track and trip, I know he loomed to win. He hit the front at the furlong, but I think that winner is quite smart. And they absolutely penalled the third horse. Maps to receive every possible chance here. And I think he's the one to beat. So that is Scone, race three, number nine, Hearn Hill. Good luck if you follow, fellas. Thanks, Blake. Get a leg up on the bookies with Australia's fastest growing tipping service, thelegup.com.au. A um, couple of things we want to talk about now. Obviously, we want to preview tomorrow's and Saturday's prelims, thanks to Reem, except nothing less than Australia's best. Hey, before we talk about that, you, mm-hmm. you read out some ridiculous made-up statistics about the World Cup, the Rugby World Cup that's on at the moment. And it was what the Wallabies are a sixty-eight percent chance of beating Wales. Who? No, we had a text here from Mark saying, "Guys, Mark from Sydney, who do you think has a better chance of making the Rugby World Cup quarterfinals? Now, not the final sixteen, the next round, which is like you're saying, the top eight, Australia or New Zealand? If you if you said to me the top sixteen, I think well they're both equal. I think they'll both make it. I think Australia will beat Wales, and New Zealand got to play Italy, and still got to play Portugal as well, Australia." <sighs> Yeah, and the powerhouse New Zealand have to play Uruguay. and um, But to make the final 16, I'm not sure how it crosses over, but it'd be fair to say that the, the All Blacks... No, it's should... just the quarterfinals. I don't think there is a final 16. I think it's uh, two top teams from four groups. I'm sure that's how it works out. I think, I think they're both equal. No. I, I think... Not a chance, mate. I... We will not beat Wales and we're done. Do you want to have... What do you want to have on it? Oh, God, everyone wants to have a bet with me. Well, you're not willing to step up. 
I mean, you, you make all gamble. these outlandish comments. Mate, you, you win some, you lose you f- more. You flabby your gum. Flappy your, <laughs> your, what? You, you flap your gum. What? <laughs> you flap your gums. What? What? But you're not willing to stand by it. You flabby your what? Bottle of Kraken. No. Why not? No, because I don't. Oh. Like, young Jude's listening. If I said McDonald's, <laughs> you'd go, yeah, let's. We're young in. Jude was just listening. We yep. don't want to teach Jude how to gamble. Right, so just I don't want to take it off you. You're struggling at the moment. He's having a bet with his dad about tomorrow night's game. What are you talking right, about? All right, Panthers play the Storm at a court uh, tomorrow night with Jude and his dad Brandon in the crowd. Can the Panthers make their fourth GF in a row? Oh, of course they can. All four teams can make it because that's why they're there, Woogie. Uh, but in saying that, uh, Daniel from Prairie Wood, he makes a really good point because I think exactly the same. And what he's what he's more or less saying to overcome the Panthers, they have to start. The, uh, the human wrecking ball and Nelson Asafa Solomana. And I agree. I think when he starts the game, they're a completely different side. I think uh, the likes of Munster and Jerome Hughes and those sort of players, when they've got a big man like that, it lays a very good platform for them. It just gives them more time to play. When he comes off the bench, I think they lose a lot of that punch early on in the game. I think they can lose the fight. Last week, Melbourne, one of those sides, you know what sort of Melbourne side you're going to get in the first 10 minutes whether they're flat, whether they're off their game, mm. whether they're disconnected. When Nelson starts, I think it allows everyone else to be connected. So uh, if they start Nelson, absolutely, they can win that early battle of the game. They've got to be good, but this Penrith side are just – they're humming. They are cherry ripe, this Penrith side. They just continue to evolve the way they play. So Jerome Luai, as of today, has been confirmed that he will play. And That's a, a big – will he be fully fit? No, he won't be fully fit. I mean, and he'll be a target, but it's just up to Scott Sorensen to to protect him. And that's your back rower's job inside little halves. So um, he'll get plenty of traffic. He's a tough kid. But it's more about Jerome and the effect he has on the group when he's just around. Mm. You know, his enthusiasm, he's very popular. So um, I expect the Penrith Panthers right. to win the game, but I think it's going to be very tight, really, really tight. I can confirm with you too, by the way, there are no round of 16s. It's it's quarterfinals. It is top just quarters. Two, top two from each pool, the four pools. So, yeah. Well, I think the All Blacks, it's fair to say the All Blacks are probably a bigger chance of making it. But, we I, are, Wallabies, but I think the Wallabies will meet, beat Wales. We are zero chance. Well, put what do you want to do? What do you want to do about it? I'm just telling you. Oh, Mate, don't get angry. What's wrong with you? Mm. Uh, let's look at the other game. Oh, I reckon this is a ripper. This game, not that the the Panther Storm one won't be, but I'm really excited about this game. Uh, it's the Broncos versus the Wars. Yeah, Saturday night, mm. SunCorp Stadium. There'll be a fair fair amount of support for the Warriors. There will be, even if they're not Warriors supporters. They're just people that don't follow the Broncos who have just loved this. This great roller coaster ride that the, the Warriors have taken us on through 2023. They deserve everything they get that's good, this Warriors side, for what they've been through the last few seasons. So uh, there's so many great matchups. Johnson up against Reynolds. They played against each other in a 2010 uh, under 20s grand final. The Warriors won the, the grand final that day, and he was outstanding, Sean Johnson, in that game. And now you fast forward 2023, it's just it's the same matchup. Then you've got. Two of the best front rowers, arguably, in the in the competition. Haas versus Adam Fanua Blake. There are just matchups. The player, I think, and he was injured last week. He, he copped a knee injury and he came back on with strapping, which is a good sign. The player, I think, that will be, I think, will play a huge part for the Warriors 
if they're to win the game is Murata near quarter. Their right side back row. He just he's a, he's a human wrecking ball. He's so mobile, and I think he could be the difference for the Warriors if they win the game. Wade Egan is a real big threat for the Broncos. Very smart. He's been outstanding hard. this year. Outstanding has been. So what I'd be doing when Payne Huss leaves the field, he doesn't leave the field that often, but he has been having a break, Payne Huss. Uh, never going to tell Andrew Webster what to do, but when Payne Huss leaves the field, I'd be taking Adam Fenua-Blake off. I'd be trying to leave Adam Fenua-Blake out there while Payne Huss is out there because when Fenua-Blake leaves the field, I feel as though they lose a lot. They lose a lot of that mm. size and that, mm. that domination. I'll be trying to just mirror what the Broncos do with he, Payne. But can he go with Payne for yeah, that longer can. period of time? Yeah, he can. He's a, he's a tremendous athlete. And usually Payne and Adam Fenua Blake come back on with about 12 or 15, probably 12 minutes to go, 13 minutes to go. I'd, I'd be trying to go toe-to-toe. I'd try and mirror everything they do. Even sit next to him on the bench. Yes. But I, if you go toe-to-toe with the Broncos, this young, brash, confident yeah, yeah, side, yeah. you've got to be unpredictable. To break their defence. I love. I love what Reese Walsh said during the week. He's grateful, forever grateful to the Warriors for yeah. releasing him from his contract, so he could come back and be with with his family. Uh, well, he was. He's he almost in tears when he was saying. Well, he's a young that. father, and yeah, you know, he went over there to to learn the craft, and, yeah. and came back for how for good are the reason. Warriors for letting him go as well? Yeah, you know, and, that's, and that's many people think because he's one of the superstars that he he came back for a million dollars. No, he's he's not on the money that you would think he's on, Reese Walsh. He's going to deserve a very good pay increase very soon, but at the moment he's not. But that soft spot he feels for the Warriors will be gone come 7.50 Saturday night because Absolutely. Uh, once that first bomb goes up, mm. look out, Reese. Yeah, exactly. You're going to get hammered, yeah. except nothing Jordan less. Jordan Ricky will be straight under your ribcage. Oh. Yeah. So you're, you're, um, you're expecting uh, I'm expecting I'm, I'm ex- Panthers? I'm expecting a one-versus-two grand final next week. Okay. But this Warriors side has broken everyone's dreams this year when you're playing against them. So, All right, that's our warm-up segment. Thanks to our mates at Ream. Accept nothing less than Australia's best and install a Ream, Australia's favourite hot water. We're going to wrap it up and Sats is going to have hopefully no flies flying to his mouth while telling tonight's joke. The last laugh is on the way. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Just like to play this to uh, wrap up the night. Hey, thanks for your text messages again tonight. The phones have been running hot. 0457 736 736. And, geez, we get a lot of uh, texts from New Zealand, double eight, double three. Yes. Thanks for your callers as well. Thanks for your calls, I should say. And well done to those who are off to see uh, the Panthers in the storm tomorrow night. Some texts here. Uh, even Danger's having a crack at me, saying, I need to go to the butchers and buy yourself a pound of guts before opening your mouth. <laughs> so Danger wants $10 on Melbourne. He wants to have a bet against me. Mm-hmm. Well, you do, you do. So I don't, mate. I don't care well, you about. Said the... You flap your gums, Aquarius. Wait, wait. I never even flap my gums about yeah. Penrith and Melbourne. I don't care who wins that game. Mm. To be honest, I don't care. Well, you got to care. Because... No, but I don't care who wins. I wish them both well. Mm. <laughs> I have no skin in the game. Satsy? you got skin in the game every other time. 
Someone, uh, Steve's praying from Melbourne. Wink, good on you, Steve. Uh, I've decided. Oh, Steve I w- in Thames. Is that Storm are going to whip Panthers? Is that it? He's in Thames in New Zealand. That's in the Waikato region. Oh, nice part. Yeah. Uh, Graham Moran was a pretty good servant hey, oh, for the Panthers. Great player, Graham Moran. Was there from day one, 1967. Played Santa. Yeah, full bit of every. Played for First New South player. Wales. Yeah, great player. That's from TB listening through 2GF. Uh, 2GF, thanks, TB. I've made up my mind. I will take your uh, I'll take your, your bet sats. The Wales will wallop the Wallabies by 30 points on Monday morning. Oh, you're taking my bet. I'm going to take your bet. Okay. But not so, a bottle of Kraken. So I don't Greg from Campbelltown wants to bet me also. I'll bet you anything, Scotty, that Wales will win. What, what is it They'll with all you pessimistic 30. Australian fans? Have you, seen, have you seen how we play? Have you seen how we actually play? Yeah. Right? We've I'm gone backwards under Eddie Jones. He's just come into the job. Honestly, he has just come into the job. Oscar from the Valley reckons I sleep with the lights on. Yeah. <laughs> Oscar. That's not very nice. <laughs> you must be peeking through the window. <laughs> yeah. What uh, valley? What valley, Oscar? It must be the valley in Brizzy. It'd have to be. Hey, listen, and I'm also going to take Rooster Muzz's money. You don't – the only reason I've said no, Rooster Muzz, to that $50 bet – South Sydney will beat Norths in the New South Wales Cup Grand Final this weekend. I'll happily take your 50 bucks. Who, mine? No, Muzz's, oh, Mr. Okay, Muzz. Yep. I didn't want to take it, but I'm sick of the crap he's given me. I'll take it. Okay, beautiful. I know he can't afford it, but you know what? It'll hope, it'll, I'll feel good when I take it. What are you talking it. down to people for? <laughs> Why am I you're, talking well, about? you're saying oh, he can't I can't afford it. You, you don't know anything about Rooster Muzz. I have been absolutely bashed. Anyway, let's let's do. I'm taking your money, Rooster Mo. On Sports yeah. Day, it's time for the last laugh with Scott Sattler. I can't believe I just wandered in. I, he's coming right in. He's gonna do a set after me. The stage is yours, Sats. How was Rome? You get this? You got it? What? How was Rome? Are you ready? Nah, I'm not leaving. How was Rome split in two? Don't know. Pair of Caesars. Oh God. <laughs> No, mate. No, no. I think, oh, I think you're banned. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the show. I'm sorry it ends like this every single night. Come on the riff. Uh, yeah, good luck to your teams uh, with the prelims. AFL finals tomorrow as well. Aussie cricketers against India. There's so much going on. Enjoy sporting weekend. Up See you, Satsy. Way.